You got to get out there and try it, bud. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's loose. It's like Dukes of Hazard out there on a bicycle, dude. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this sounds freaking weird, but the bathrooms were cool. You know, I almost took a picture of the bathrooms, dude, because no one would believe it. No one's going to believe what you're about to say. Dude, this is giving me all the Dirty Fest vibes. Let me just tell you, Craig, this is... You guys, we just got back from Dirty Fest today. And this is amazing to be here listening to Rad and seeing the cast of Rad riding on what is essentially a built-up hill track without props. Uh, this is the most fitting song we could enter with, wouldn't you say, Craig? I I totally agree, dude. It's like, didn't you feel like, uh, like you said, at some point you were at like hell track looking at everyone there and it was just like, just reliving those good times and good vibes, you know, it's like it, it, it jumped from the past into today. Yeah, dude, I'll tell you what, man. Um, you guys, welcome to Big Bike BMX. My name's Isaac. That is my rider, I homeboy, 80s BMX Craig, and we are talking about Dirty Fest. And this past weekend, uh, Mike Miranda, Eric Carter, James Vicente, the Dirty Knobs themselves put on an epic, what I am going to tell you is a time machine event in Temecula. The time machine in Temecula went down this weekend. Uh, you may have heard it called Dirty Fest. And we're going to talk about it tonight, Craig. I love it. I love it, man. I can't wait. Dude. So also, along with Dirty Fest being the epic uh, old school weekend, uh, it was also my daughter's first BMX race. So we are gonna, you are gonna hear almost two sides of an epic uh, like weekend for Isaac, the BMX rider that that grew up BMXing, and also Isaac, the uh, helicopter dad that is learning <laughs> to let his daughter, uh, you know, spread her wings and go race at this. BMX track and do this BMX thing uh, reluctantly. And I am so far I'm in for it. She's also signed up her brother right now to, uh, to ride practice nights at the track. So I have a feeling they're going to, they're all three of them are going to end up trying to wear me down and uh, <laughs> I'm going to go broke just paying for practice nights, dude. So I love it. I hope they, I hope they do that to you too. Cause that means they're out there having fun and I cannot, I can't wait to hear what it was like from her eyes, like yeah. what it was like. So this is going to be epic, man. This is going to yeah. be good. So you guys, I'm, I'm full disclosure. We literally this morning, we left Temecula and we are recording this podcast at 6 p.m. And at noon, I was still at Dirty Fest. So we're diehards, dude. We're yeah, diehards. Yeah, this is how this is. This is legit. I yeah, love I'm it. In, I'm back in Phoenix. Craig's back in NorCal yeah. uh, after this weekend. So. Uh, basically, I'm just going to give you a quick recap into uh, what Dirty Fest is for those of you who haven't heard about it or just hearing about it. Uh, it it kind of kicked off what I, I believe was uh, the last two years at Frogtown. A lot of old school BMXers have been like, "Man, this is this is a place for us to go and have some fun." BMX like the old days, camp, have a good time, uh, yeah. and that that really kind of turned into I think something that inspired. The dirty knobs themselves, uh, led by Mike Miranda. I don't it does he I don't know, I don't know if they look at it that way, like led by I shouldn't say led by Mike Miranda. It's the three of them. It's EC, uh, James and and Mike, right? So like the three yeah, of them. And there was there was one there may have been more guys. Someone on my just to, I'm gonna pause you out right there, Isaac. Yeah. Uh, another guy jumped into I did a post on Facebook. Yeah. And someone said, I, um, and I'll look his name up while we're talking and, and give him a shout out because he was like, yeah, it took a lot for us to put this together. Um, so there was another person at least that chimed in and said, I was involved in the, in the, uh, logistics and creation of this. Okay. So we'll get to that, man. Sorry about yeah. that. Yeah. Who is it? Go ahead. Yeah. His name is Justin Shepard. Good so, job. Justin Shepard. Good job, dude. Yeah, let me let me read what just real quick. Can I read what, yeah, he, read what he said? No, yeah, read yeah. It. So I was just like, I thank JV, I thank Mike and Eric Carter. So Justin chimes in with a lot of work and time was spent putting it together and getting it, getting to see it all. The, you know, all the smiles on people's faces and reading all of the positive comments. Um, he said it made it totally worth it. And so, uh, yeah, shout out to Justin Shepard for uh, your involvement in that. I just want to give you that prop. Yep, Justin, you're a champ as well, my friend. Thank you for the countless hours that everybody that that I know and don't know put into Dirty Fest because there were so many people involved in it. You know, like 
Yeah, all, all the way down for like, you know, Char from Cool Stop sending stuff down to me to go and take down there, right? It's just everybody was involved. Uh, and and it, it felt, and it, well, here's the thing, dude, it felt so homegrown. That's the the coolest part of it. It just felt so like kind of winging it. You know what I mean? It, it was their first event and it felt like it was, a t- you guys are, I'm, I call it the time machine. It is absolutely that. Like we drive down there. Uh, so Friday, there was events that were going on. Craig and I missed those because we had to drive down because there's a bit of a drive for us. I can't just pop over. Craig can't just like <laughs> swing by Dirty Fest with a two hour quick commute, you know, or anything like that. Yeah, it takes yeah. us a minute. So we missed out on Friday. There was a foot jam competition. It sounded epic. The track practice, I was seeing some footage from that and it was epic. But uh, so Friday, Craig and I meet up at the hotel. Uh, we just kind of like, man, I, he called me, I called him. Uh, and it was just like, bro, I need to stretch my legs. Uh, you want to go for a quick little ride, you know? And he's like, dude, I'm already out riding. I'm downtown. So he rode over to my hotel. We did a little session out front. It was fun. Uh, just catching up and and talking about the bikes. Cause we haven't ridden our supercrosses together. Uh, so that was the first time. So we were just kind of doing that, having just a bro moment talking and hanging out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then basically that was it for our Fridays. Cause I have my kids, he has his family with him. Uh, and so it was like, man, let's, let's meet up tomorrow. The morning of dirty fest, dude. So wake up bright and early at six o'clock. My alarm goes off, beep, beep, beep. And so I've got two things going on, right? I'm, I'm still thinking like I might be racing you guys. So I signed up, uh, to race about a month ago when deadlines were, were like, you know, it was coming up on the first deadline. So I was like, I signed up Taryn. I signed up myself. Uh, because for me, I was like, dude, I want to absolutely just ride around the track with, you know, Stu Thompson and Dale Holmes and all just the legends, dude. Right. Like that. There's nothing, there's nothing you can, there's nothing to compare that to, to a BMX or like us, right. The old school guys We're like, I got to line up with those guys and see what it's like to take off on the gate with them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I will tell you, they are fast. I'm still fast. So uh, I, I was like, I get up. I'm still not sure if I'm going to race. So what happened was Wednesday night in the middle of the night, I get up and <laughs> I smash a couple toes now into a door jam. And I hear a horrible, a horrible sound and an even worse feeling in my foot. And this is also the foot that I had broke uh, like what, three or four bones in uh, last year. Right. That's right. So that, that sucked. Cause I'm like, man, here we go again. So I waddle and kind of push myself on my butt over to like in my bathroom where I store. I get injured so much. I store my boot in my closet. Broken foot kit. You're like, I've got to get the broken bone kit out. So I get it and like go back to bed, tape it, go back to bed. I get up, dude. It's purple, mad purple. And I'm like, man, it hurts. It hurts if I step on it other than my heel. So I don't know if it's broken or if it's you know, just like a good sprain, but it, it's a funky look. Like it now has a funky shape to it. Right. And I'm like, even if you go to the doctor, I broke my toes so many times that they're just like, they tape it and you go home and then you give them a bunch of money. So now I just DIY bone breaks on my feet. Yeah. Right. Uh, so dude, I tape it up still kind of hurts. I get up on Saturday, dude, it's even angrier. And I'm like, ah, I can, I can do this. Right. So Part of like when uh, we were doing wheelies, dude, was me feeling like, how can I press on this pedal? And, yeah. uh, you know, I was like, it, it it smarts a bit is the phrase I would say. Like when I press down, it smarted. Uh, it might be a British term that my I doesn't translate. But like, you know, you, you like if you hit your finger, you're like, oh, that's smarts. Dude, it's smarted. That's the best way to describe this thing, man. Yeah, that's the first time I heard that, but I'm going with that. Uh, I, I feel you. All right. So it hurt, dude. <laughs> and, uh. I'm still like, man, I'm going to do it. Why not? Let's go. And uh, when I left, I didn't pack a helmet because we had talked about like, oh, man, there'll be helmets down there. So when I get there, uh, the helmet was not. I did. It's like forgot the helmet. Right. So. All right. Not going to not going to race. Uh, that gave me a, a good like, OK, that's the the world telling me don't do it, uh, which I think was the right decision, because just just walking on my foot that day, like yesterday night, man. Bro bumping my foot was throbbing so i think i made the right decision but it's also like i did ride down the track a little bit uh to get out of the way of of some stuff during practice and uh it was really fun 
Yeah, I got to say, I when going back to getting there that night, um, Mm -hmm. knowing that you broke your foot. So, yeah, you're right. And I got out and uh, went downtown, you know, pulled the bike out. I'm like, that's too late to get because Dirty Fest was going on the day I got there. Right. Or the day we got there. So but we we got got there kind of late in the afternoon. I was like, man, I'm going to make the trek out there. Everything's going to it's going to be wrapping up. Why don't I just get on the bike ride downtown and see who's out and riding around? Dude, there was really no one. And, uh, I knew that when you got there, I was like, we got to hook up. Cause the one yeah. thing that you and I, we've only got together a couple of times, but the first thing we want to do is just like, get out on the bike and ride. So yeah, I was like, man, I hope you can ride. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> Dude, I, knew, yeah. I knew your foot was jacked. Yeah. I, but, I'd uh, sent Craig a picture of it the morning and I was like, don't tell Miranda. Um, was literally <laughs> just, I think that was the thing. Like, Hey, do don't tell Miranda. Um, and so, yeah, that's, it sucked, but uh anyway so so did not race but taryn was like dude she's in she's like yeah let's go um and so i don't have a helmet i can't ride the track with her uh down the track and so we're 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 sitting there let me give you a couple of of updates so we get there uh i see a bike there a supercross 29 in the booth a black one when Mm -hmm. i get to the 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 tent at 7 a.m right it's there or like seven thirty, yeah. And so, I was like, "Oh, okay, cool. I know what this is for." So there, there's a, a preview of what we're going to talk about in a little bit with Craig. Uh, I drop off all my gear and stuff at the tent, and Taryn drops off her bike, and uh, we start walking around just to see what booths are already set up. She wanted to see the vendors. She wanted to see like walking in. Man, someone had like airbrush Pokemon shirts, and she was just like, "I think I need that," you know. And I'm like, "You definitely don't." Um, but we'll go and look around, right? So mostly I was looking for coffee, right? I'm like, man, there's got to be coffee somewhere. Right. So Priorities. we start walking. We get about 100 yards from the tent, and we I hear, woo, out of a truck. And, you know, I'm, I'm watching the window roll down, and it's Bill Ryan from Supercross, the owner of Supercross. And we got there five minutes before he did. And so we're like, oh, hey. And then Taryn is tripping out. Because she's only seen Bill on the Supercross videos on YouTube doing Tech Tuesdays. And she's Uh-oh. like, he's he's the crazy guy from Supercross. Right. I'm like, yep, he also owns it. And so <laughs> the, and then her first introduction to seeing him, he's like, Woo, what's up? Hey, Taryn. So he's yep. he's just in full BMX mode, dude. And it was awesome because she was so stoked. So he goes up, pulls up in front of us, we walk up and uh at that point, we're just like, hey, what's up, man? So we're we're like, let's unload the truck. What do you need unloaded uh, to go put in the booth? So we helped him unload. And then we're on the last load. And he goes, hey, wait a minute. And so about a month ago, I told him we signed up Taryn to race for Dirty Fest. And he's like, oh, that's awesome. What size jersey is she? I was like, oh, this is her size. And he's like, awesome. And then about... Five days later, a retro Supercross jersey from the Supercross site shows up. And I was like, man, that's amazing, dude. He sent her like a retro jersey. That's to wear 30 Fest. I was like, that's amazing. I give it to her. She's just like, you know, you can tell she feels like, okay, this is my first BMX attire. You know what I mean? And she was just like, this is it, dude. This is crazy. So what I didn't know is that Bill also had a jersey for her there, a special like Dirty Fest edition Supercross jersey. Sweet. Dude, she flipped. I flipped out. I got like, it was like, I had it, that hit emotions I was not ready to experience, my friend. <laughs> because hey, you hadn't you know, even had your coffee yet, really. Huh? Not at all. Not at all. And dude, I'm a soft, like, I'm a softy when it comes to my daughter. Like, my yeah, kids, yeah. If, if you are kind to my kids, I am a softy to that, dude. Cause like, yeah. It's just my thing, dude. Like, if you are a kind person and you are, like, you go out of your way to make my kids feel feel cool, dude. That is that is the coolest thing gesture you can do to me. So he's like holds his jersey up, and I was like, that's amazing. Then he turns it around, dude, and it has her name, and it's spelled right. <clears throat> nice. She, her name, her name is she has a weird spelling, and so I was like, that hit, dude, so hard. I was like, oh dude right in the emotions and i'm like sweet and taryn's just like oh my god she's like she starts like jumping up and down like that she's she gets that <laughs> she's you know excited. kids get so excited that they like 
<clears throat> their bodies just react. She's just like, yeah, <laughs> just jumping up and down, giggling, like just so excited. Dope. Um, and then he hands me a jersey. He's like, and I've got one for your dad. And so then Taryn, like, she's just like, here, you know, and I was filming the jersey thing. So, because I, I like, I want her to have that memory of like, this is your first BMX race, you know, and here you are meeting the, the guy from Supercross. And then, oh, I didn't expect this. Now there's a jersey involved. Right. And so I'm filming it to like document it for her to have, like, is her, her thing. Like, I always, I always tell people, like, if you're about to have an epic moment, man, take a video right before it happens and talk to yourself about it because you will want to revisit that when you're older and you're going to want to know the way you felt in that moment. So I was trying to document that. And then she takes the phone for me. She's like, hold on, I'm going to record you getting your jersey. And so he was just like, hey, and here's your dad's. And, you know, my name's spelt right too. I was like, this is amazing because everyone spells <laughs> my name wrong too. So um, so even Dirty Fest on the sign up on, on the registration had my name spelled wrong. So. <laughs> I love you guys. I'm, just, I'm teasing. I'm just. I'm reinforcing that everyone spells my name wrong. Um, <laughs> my no. name is spelled wrong on my high school diploma, bro. <laughs> you really didn't graduate then. I'm sorry. Yeah, I hate to I break like, it to you. How can you guys get this so wrong? Right? I'm like 80s. It was the 80s. I Somebody's got his mom typed up our diplomas. Man, I gotta tell you, <laughs> I okay. I'm gonna be legit honest with you. I thought like when I got up that morning, I was like, man, Isaac, you know, I. I don't have to rush out. You've got way more responsibility in the morning. You got the kids, you got to get ready. You got all these things, you know, and I'm like, man, we're going to probably get there at the same time, kind of later in the morning. And you gave me a text and it was like, Hey dude, we're, we're, I think it was like seven o'clock. Yeah. We're, we're arriving. And I'm like, Oh shit. And then our buddy, uh, Johnny Klein, who I, who wanted to meet up with us. He's like, dude, I already got you know, he, he's got something there for me. He's like, he's already been there and it's seven o'clock. Right. I'm like, Oh crap, dude. I got up. I was like, I told Lisa, I'm like, we got to get ready. We got to go. And she already felt <laughs> rushed, man. Oh, no. So I was like, Oh, if, if Isaac's already there and he had to get the kids ready, he got, he has all these things to do. We're lagging. We got to get going. So I'm glad dude. you told me that you were on the, or you were there. Cause that dude. hyped me to get there. Yeah. Matt. Well, Matt, Matt props to Lisa, dude. Cause she was Matt a trooper props. the whole day. <laughs> um, and you could not, she did not look or act rushed whatsoever, dude. She was, she was a blast, man. Your, your wife was a party the whole night. Yeah. Like the, the entire day she was fun. Um, so dude, yeah. So I mean, we get there, we get the jerseys and then, uh, literally as, as that's happening, um, I see Matt Rickard riding up, up the, the ramp going towards what I'm learning is the op- like the gate of Dirty Fest. So we'll get into that in a second, um, where the gate is. But yeah, so I see Matt and I'm like, what's up, bro? I haven't seen him in a long time. Gave him a hug. It's been haven't seen him since Galveston. And uh, I was like, how's it? I was like, how's the track? He's like, bro, it's so much fun. He's literally he goes, it's like the Dukes of Hazard on bikes. <laughs> I was like, dude, that that's pretty fitting. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, we could talk um, about that Dukes of Hazard Matt Rickard too in a while. Dude, yeah. And so I'm just seeing him like ride the track by himself because he it's 7 a.m. No one else is there except for us, Johnny Klein and Matt Rickard. So, dude, Matt's just bombing and tearing up this track, dude. And he's so big when he like when he takes off, you see it from a big distance, right? It's not like it's a big bike and a big man, six <laughs> foot five of him jumping over these big jumps, right? You're like, you can see it for a mile. So we're doing this stuff. I'm like, Taryn, Taryn, you can tell is a bit antsy. She wants to see the track get on the track. I can't ride the track. So I was like, I see Matt going and I'm like, Matt, can you, can you do like the pro walk with her and kind of show her where to go on the track? Like, where's the easiest spots to go? Mm. And he's like, dude, absolutely. I was like, it's her first race and she wants to kind of get a feel for it. I can't ride it. And he's like, bro, I got you. So he's like, let's go T pound fist bumps. They go up to the gate um and then i stayed down towards like the the middle area so i could see from there and so he's basically just explaining like the first gate you drop and then there's a curve and then there's a drop off he's like so you want to get to the left and so she's like okay cool so he gets her through the whole track dude everything's dope um i'm like bro thank you uh and then i was like taryn are you gonna go again she's like yeah and he so he walked her up because he was going again <laughs> oh that's so cool like, yeah Matt- 
I mean, I'm thinking of this and listening to you talk about this and her wanting to do like a pre-run, like a track walk, like it's in her yeah. blood, you know, like yeah. that. I want to see what the track's like. I want to feel it before I race it. Uh, that just, that came natural and she wanted to do that before the race. That's, that's yeah. pretty cool. It's cool, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you just want to see what it was like, but how fast is it? Okay. Yeah. So here's where I'm going to describe the track and, and kind of the, the difference between Dirty Fest track and like a modern BMX track. So if you are a, a fan of like modern BMX, where it's, you know, you got the cement berms and the, uh, the, the, the dirt glued, uh, manicured jumps that are perfectly spaced and manicured and all that. Those are amazing places to ride your bike. This was not that this was not a circular where there is a starting gate that you ride down and then it is flat track the rest of the time. Uh, this is a downhill BMX track. So you start up on a hill and you finish down the hill. And when you want to go back up, it is a five minute walk, pushing your bike up this hill uh, to get to the starting track. So it's it's old school like that. Like if you watch uh, Joe Kidd on the Stingray, it, would you agree? Like when you when yeah. you see him going like that chapter where they're like, and then we moved to downhill tracks. You know, they went from yeah. like a parking lot to like they started doing downhill tracks, and that's yeah, when you start seeing the bikes break. It's definitely grassroots, and as you were explaining, at a modern day track like a USA BMX track, like this is straight up in the hills of Temecula. Um, at a KOA um, bike yeah. park and it's, it's dirt and it's, there's, you know, uh, slippery spots or as far as like, you know, silty dirt, there's hard yeah. packed dirt. It's everything that is not the modern day stuff. It's grassroots. It's old school. It was beautiful. And, and yeah. like even, even the marketing leading up to it, there was a, like when they do they gave like a track design, they gave you like a drawing of the track and even the drawing of the track, was in the same style that they used to do for like BMX action, BMX plus where you'd see that mm -hmm. hand drawn cartoon and it would show you like the obstacles. It was like, so, so dirty fest track was like, okay, if you're on the right side, it might've been faster, but you had a bigger obstacle to conquer. It wasn't it, like, it wasn't a big, uh, like a racetrack. It was a, a bicycle obstacle course. That was like, if you, if you wanted to take the fastest point between A and B, there was going to be some dips and you had to be really good bike control or you could take the the you know less favorable speed line and you would have a a less challenging obstacle so like a good example i think it was like the third the the third it's the second to the last turn right was where they had that big alley oop yeah. jump yeah so yeah. you could you could you you could hit this turn and just roost everybody that was sitting there if you went to <laughs> and that left. did ha that happened quite often that was it was amazing amazing <laughs> yeah. dude so it was left and when i say a berm you guys i just mean a turned it was not really that built up for berms it was it was, it was like a school. lip yeah so you could go that route or if you went to the right inside lane of that turn there was a a jump they could actually drop down and there was a jump that that they designed so you could you know, alley-oop that thing. So if you wanted yeah, yeah. to jump it, you could, if you wanted to go, you know, to the left and have it, have the, the roost kind of experience, you could. Then when you came down, it was like once the one side of the, the, the track was like sketchy kind of mogul-y things. And on the left side or the right side was a little bit sketchier than the left side. So it was like, you could kind of pick where you were at. You had a different experience if you were on the left or right side of the track, which was so rad because yeah. you would see, different challenges and, and it gave more excitement i think to the race where it wasn't so it wasn't just like a head-on sprint type race it was like a who could outmaneuver the other person race and so you just heard people laughing the entire time from <laughs> gate from from gate to to end it was just giggling and cackles and like just, you know what i liked about it was there were really competitive races where guys were banging on the way down, going super fast, getting squirrely, um, really racing. Right. Even though yeah. it was a downhill start to finish and, and you know, they were, they were hauling ass, yeah. but there were guys like you said, or I should say racers. Um, cause there was guys and gals in there and there was just, it was, they were laughing, having a good time. Craig Turner had on an Elvis 
jumpsuit. There were guys riding little 16 inch or 10 inch, 12 inch mini bikes with guys who were in like uh, riding Schwinn scramblers with banana seats. Oh, it, was yeah. just, it was all fun. You know, it was like you Dude. could one race, super competitive. Next race, let's have even more fun and make fun of what we're doing and just giggle and laugh the whole way down. Exactly. So you guys, when I when when I described the racing that happened, it was elbow banging, uh, old school. It, it, like I'm gonna go, I'm gonna try and describe this in it, the time machine moment because it kind of hit me on the way home. I'm watching like these legends of 80s, 70s, 80s, BMX, 90s BMX, even. I'm watching these legends on an old school track riding their old because a lot of them rode like 80s bikes. They, you yeah. know, it was like they they brought out straight from the garage. So it's like those dudes were riding those their old school bikes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them were wearing their old school gear, right? So their leathers and their old school jerseys. Uh, like the GHP guy. Yeah. Uh, he was there from France. He was in a full-on like orange, fluorescent orange, uh, you know, brand new JT leathers. And I use leathers loosely because it was like our old school leathers, like the eighties kind. <clears throat> and, and I, like with the padded shin, you know what I mean? It was like, yeah. it looked perfect, dude. And it was, I'm sitting there on this hill watching these guys race by and they're doing the jumps exactly the way you remember, you know, the photographers like, you know, Oz and Wendy and John Carr capture these, these folks. And they're doing these jumps with like the little mini cross ups over a, a quick jump. And you're just yeah. like, this is, this was I'm I'm in the eighties right now mm-hmm. and you're looking around and people are wearing like eighties jerseys and you, and it's, you're looking at eighties faces. Like there's Perry Kramer and there's, you know, you're literally just Dale, there's Dale Holmes. Walk. I'm, I literally watched Taryn take a gate and I passed Dale Holmes. Like right. this is a time machine. Epic weekend it's it's just the best it way really was this. it was like and, and like guys like gary laurent was there you know he's riding old school bike old school helmet in jersey yeah. there's guys on 80 pound monoshock yamaha bikes not 80 yeah. pound but you know they were I mean, it's just what a, it was whatever you brought you you run yeah. you know and it was i mean dope. you're just you, you're literally sitting there and you're like grabbing coffee with you know i don't know tracer finn you know what i mean like oh yeah. where where yeah. in the world is that ever gonna happen right like right. that's just crazy um, so that, that part was epic. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to quickly, uh, just kind of get through Taryn's moments. I'll have her come yeah. up real quick. And then I want to get to like the rest of the, yeah. you got a, you got a, a cool thing happen to you. Uh, so Taryn's racing, uh, she, she went down the twice with, with Matt. Uh, the, then the, uh, the second time she was rolling down the hill with Matt, uh, she was feeling pretty confident and the thing she quickly learned about how fast you're going downhill uh, and it going downhill, you're going faster than you realize until you start to turn uh, because she got down to the like one second, maybe the second or third turn. And uh, like I had, I had started to record her at the top. Her brother was recording in the middle and dude, I bounced as quick as I could to get down to the, the finish line. So I'm getting around to the finish line to, to record her getting over the finish line and we're waiting and I'm talking to like, I dude, this is going to sound random, but I run into Gail Webb and I'm like, Gail Webb is about, to, I'm sitting there watching Gail Webb at the finish line. And I'm like, Gail Webb's about to take a picture of my daughter at her first race. This is so like, uh, yeah, dude, I like, I don't have a word for the, whatever I'm trying to think. Like yeah. it is just epic. It's, so I'm sitting there. And we're waiting, waiting, and then I hear her say, "Oh, little that was a li- that was the little one." So I kind of look over the the end of the finish, like the jump, and I'm like, I could see my wife walking out on <laughs> the track, and I'm like, "Damn it!" So I and again, I'm a helicopter dad, you know. I'm like, dude, I don't want my I don't want her to break anything or get hurt. So I start walking over, and I'm I'm not running. I'm just like casually walking. And I see the, I see her over the side of the berm and I instantly know what happened. I can just, I'm looking at the location. I'm like, oh, she jumped right over that berm, dude. <laughs> and so uh, she gets up, she's walking back. She's, she's, uh, at, she's kind of post cry moment where, you know, you kind of like, you're shocked, you're scared, you cry. She's like, I, I'm okay. I just want like, I got to scrape. Uh, and so that was like, all right, well, if you don't want to race, you don't have to race. If, if you, 
if that took it out of you, that's cool. So we go back, we hang out. Uh, even you, you were like, dude, Hey, I'm an EMT. I could take a look at her. Uh, you know, if she's, if, if there's anything yeah. to worry about, like, you know, Hey, I, I can give you an expert opinion. Um, and it was just, she just was a little bit scraped up, took a, a handlebar. She took the, a bar end to the thigh. And so she has a Ouch. like a monster, like a uh, bruise, like circular bruise on her thigh. I feel bad, man, but we've all done that. Thank God for bar ends. Uh, so you know, she's like, I don't know if I'm in a race. She's just kind of chilling. And then she's like, I want to do it. And I'm like, all right, let's go. You know? Okay. You know? And and for me, I was kind of, I not to lie to you. I was like, I've seen a lot of big, like professional legendary dudes crashing on this track. And I was just like, I'm cool. If you don't race, I just want you like, I'm putting that into the universe in my head. And she's <laughs> like, she's like, oh, I'm ready to go. And I was like, okay. So we go, we look at what moto she is. Uh, and we find out the number and we're like, okay. So we get up, she gets up to the top, uh, and it's it was a pretty epic moment for me because there's so many people knew that this was her first race um, that we just like talked to, and and it just kind of, you know, I think she it made its way around like there there was somebody that this was her first race, so yeah, like PK PK was like you know gave her a little bit of advice like hey just have some fun it's just fun BMX uh, we get to the top and thank God dude Dick Cheeseburger was up there. Uh, and he had a moto right before Terrence. And so we were waiting for, uh, the, <laughs> it was so old school that the, the, uh, gate, the gate ran out of gas, the uh, generator. So there was like uh, a big delay for like 10 minutes. It was cause someone had to haul gas up the hill in a, like a <laughs> heavy ass gas can. Love so it. anyway, we're waiting there and Dick cheeseburgers there and, uh, he's in full Dick cheeseburger mode, which, which she had met him earlier in Jason Morris mode. And so she was kind of thrown off, like, you know, I'm like, you know, I was like, you know, she's like, yeah, yeah. And she had seen him at, at Black or at Black Mountain a couple of months ago at, at the Nationals. But he was in Jason Morris mode. She knows him, Dick Cheeseburger. You guys, and so those of you who don't know, Dick Cheeseburger and Jason Morris, like Dick Cheeseburger is the guy with the mohawk, or not the uh, the mullet and the crazy Coors Light stuff. Um, hilarious. But that's that's a fun character he likes to play. And so he was in full Dick Cheeseburger mode. So I was like, uh, he's like, oh, he goes, are you, is this your first time? This is your first gate right now. You're going up. He's like, yeah. He's like, all right, grip it, rip it. He's like, manage your speed, have fun. Um, and I was really stoked, dude, because his kids were also in her moto. And so she's looking at me. She goes, is it cool if I just kind of lay, like, lay low and let them all go and then I can just roll down? I was like, absolutely. And she's like, "You're you're cool if I if I just don't get first. I was like, "I don't care if you even race today." To be honest with you, I was like, "You do what you want to do." And she's like, "Cool." So the kids take off. She just like lets the gate roll. She gets up, just just wanted to ride the track, have fun, and just con for her it was conquering getting her down the track after a crash. It just happened to be in an, in, in her legit first moto, and so. That that kind of gave her a lot of confidence. She got to the bottom. People were cheering. Um, and so, dude, that was it, man. She was like, cool. Second moto uh, later on in the day. They took about an hour break in between the two. And she had a blast on the second moto as well. Uh, so, dude, yeah, it was just amazing to watch it through her eyes and then through a spectator eyes. Does that make sense? Yeah, that totally makes sense. And, uh, you know, it's it 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 just brings this, like, full circle of thinking about a kid, a young kid getting into BMX and, you know, from what you've said on other podcasts and what you've told me, it's like, it's a confidence boost. It's it's and, and, and I was talking with Lisa about on the ride home, we were talking about Taryn's moto and I'm like, because of that gate drop and her rolling out of that, that just changed her outlook for the rest of her life on, you know, there's some challenge ahead of me that I don't know what it is, but I know I can do it. And I know it may bring twists and turns like that track did, but I'm willing to roll down that hill and, and conquer this because I've done it in BMX and therefore I know I can do it in life, man. And that kind of, I'm getting, that sounds philosophically, no, deep, dude. but it's life. And it's what, you know, we've talked about how that's happened for us. Yeah. Others it's happened for too. It, it's going to reshape the way she looks at anything that she has to do in life. It's dope, man. And that I was agree. super cool when she was coming down the, the, the track and, you know, right in front of the supercross tents, 
everybody was up tearing she's got the super cross jersey blaring she's rolling uh towards the finish line and it was like yes that's awesome it it really it did to experience it uh dude was just was epic and you're right dude uh first of all we we are not a we're not a young bmx podcast y'all so like being philosophical like we're old people (laughs) we think about this stuff we're 50 and dude this these are the things that we think about right we're both parents and we're both grown men and i'll be honest with you dude i think you're right like it's that it's that moment like i hope everybody experiences like what you and i found and what taryn has right now in bmx which is the uh, something in your life that the juice is worth the squeeze yep i hope everybody finds that whatever it is for them something that that you're gonna i mean i always say bmx is pay to play right like i smashed the toe and it's gonna hurt to ride my bike i have to pay that to play um taryn falling down and and taking the bar into the thigh like that you pay to play that like to have that experience and the adrenaline rush of getting to the bottom of that hill you have to have the the thrill of like man this could go way south yeah and, and, the and fact that's what that, drives it the fact that she ate it you know and that happens like you said pay to play yeah and got up and you were like you don't have to do this today <clears throat> and she's like i'm gonna do it yeah you know it's it's that get back on the bull mentality get back on the bike and she, yeah she, i mean yeah she could have chose like you know what that hurt that sucked i don't want to do it because i don't want to repeat that that that's yep. painful uh her, her 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 demeanor was like yeah that hurt that sucked but we're gonna do this that's what i'm here for today so yeah it was dude it was i was, I was and <laughs> and she was already going into it dude with a good uh pepperoni on her knee from falling at practice the week before so she already had like a good skinner on her knee <laughs> and then she takes then she takes a bar into the thigh she's just like man this sucks but yeah dude she was like it's worth it i want to get to the like the adrenaline, the thrill, whatever it is for her to conquer that thing is just, it's in her, man. She I'd love it, so. to hear, you know, if it's possible, dude, yeah. whether now or later, I'd love to hear her take on this. I want to, I'd love to hear what she was thinking or what her experience was. Yeah. I'll um, grab her. I'll grab her. Hold on. With, I that think, would be awesome. Hold on. hold on one second. Yep. Karen. This is the type of thing we can do, you guys. You know, when we got to bring the, yeah. the family, friends, or kids, or guests in, we can call people. We can holler from uh, another yeah. room and get them in there. So we'll see how this goes, dude. Because she also just rode in a car for. Yeah, uh, if she's back, up to we'll it, see. man, this would be cool. I think she might. We'll see. All right, come on up here, kiddo. Okay, she's finishing this one thing, whatever that is. Yeah, no, she's priorities. So. Yeah, she's she's living her best life, but she'll be up here in a second. But dude, yeah, it was amazing. And and I do want to talk a little bit about some of the legendary racing that we saw. Uh I want to talk about the stew jump because to me, dude, that changed the entire that to me changed the entire vibe of Dirty Fest. Yeah. Um to me, because we're watching. I'm gonna paint a picture for you guys and, and Craig jump in anytime. Sure, go ahead. We are watching, you hear. The announcer say and in this moto right and it's Stu thompson toby henderson like it's everybody you guys it's everybody that you know um and then everybody stands up to see this and you hear the you hear mike at the top you kind of just hear like actually you don't hear mike you just hear the gate bang and then you just hear people go kind of gasp and go like oh my god and so then you hear like all the woos and the because it's just dude that the tangle happens at the very first turn about 10 yards out of the gate dude is the first tangle because it you drop right into a turn with a drop off these so this is the banger race this is like yeah. the this is serious there are t-bones going on and so it is right there and you see roost and you see dust and you just see everyone like yeah right everyone's kind of hyped and then it's just boom then there's a another drop and then there's two jumps. Then you've got that first turn. So they're battling. Stu is in like third or fourth at this point. And you see him rolling down. He, They all make this turn. Everyone's doing the same kind of line, following each other. 
up this one hill around that curve we're talking about where on the left it roosts on the right there's a boost yeah, and so yeah. out of nowhere we're all watching we're watching everyone just do this roost and you're just expecting dirt to fly up that's what your brain has seen that's what you're expecting and then you see my guy Stu thompson come out of nowhere drop down there's like a drop and then it comes up into this lip and you see him just go Pass one person down the drop, he jumps up into the air and lands in front in first place. And everybody loses their minds, bro. <laughs> it was like, <gasps> everyone flipped out. The announcer is like, and that's why they call him Stu Thompson or something to that effect. Like, he just got into it. Everyone jumped up. like, Stu. let's go. Then he rolls about, hold on, T. Then he rolls about 10 feet. And again, because this is an 80s type track, washes out, falls down. Everybody that he just passed, he just jumped past, past him. And you're like, oh, my God, that was epic. Uh, and then, so, the, I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, you're sitting there and you're watching your legends that you used to read about in the magazines le legitimately come to life and jump over and, like, cut a, cut like a corner of a track. And you see him just roosting. And then you see him like, like there was one part, dude, where he turns and he he throws dirt up onto the dirty fest. He has such a lead at this at this one point where he has he roosts dirt up onto the dirty fest banner at the last turn. And everyone again just is like, oh my God, that's crazy. Right. And right. then boom, finish line. So, dude, it was just an epic, epic time to see like these legendary folks that we all grew up with out on the track. So here I got my daughter come here turn. So we were talking about your very first BMX race. What was it like for you to go and race at Dirty Fest? Was it like what did you feel going into it? Scared. You were scared. Yes. Okay. When you rode the track the first couple times and you were like, "Hey, you were with Mr. Matt." Yes. And you were riding the track with Mr. Matt and he was like, "Okay, you got to go over here. He's showing you where to go." And then that that second time when you fell what were you thinking there? When I fell? Yeah. I didn't want any snakes. You didn't That's want any snakes. You were worried about snakes. <laughs> yes. Snakes in the field. Yeah. <laughs> I right. saw one nearby. You saw, okay, so you were terrified that you went over off of the track and a snake was out there in the yeah. field. That's a valid fear. I didn't even think of that until just now, but yeah. Okay, fair. That's, I could see that. And then, you know, you got up, right? You finished, you, you got off the track. And then you went and sat down. And then do you remember telling me, like, I what were what remember me telling you, like, hey, you don't have to do this. You can do it if you want. You can whatever. You can sit here all day and watch everyone. You can go and race. What did do you remember when you were like, what made you think I'm gonna go race? Uh, I saw everyone else do it. Fair enough. I can see that motivation myself. So you were like, I'm gonna do it. You get up to the top. Do you remember like all everyone giving you advice all the way up? Yes, I also, remember, you guys were going to get, like, coffee or something? Yeah. And then I was like, I want to do that. So I like, had to take the phone away from Bodie and then text you. Oh, that's great. And yeah. Did, yeah, sir. Texting me like, hey, I want to race. I remember. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, kiddo. Well, what do you think now after you've done it? Going back out and then getting up on the, the getting up on the gate for your actual race. What was that like? For your very first, like, this is it. Uh. Just felt like practice. It felt like practice? Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Would you do it again? Would you recommend racing to other kids? Yeah. Okay. What would you say? If, if somebody gets hurt, what would you? What would your advice be? Probably going to just want to race again in like the next 30 minutes. As long as you didn't break any bones or anything. That's solid. If you didn't break any bones, you'll probably want to get up and do it again in 30 minutes. Yeah. That's what's up. Isaac, can you ask Taryn? But also, I would what not suggest feeling... racing on that track for your first race. You would not suggest <laughs> racing that track for your first race. Fair enough. Because it was very hard. It was it was a very technical, it was a very technical obstacle course yes. type race. You did great. I'm really proud of you. What would you like to what would you I would like to ask Taryn what the first feeling was or emotion that she got when she crossed the finish line how how was that feeling for her okay knowing that she made it all the way through the track from start to finish all right mr craig would like to know what was it like when you got over when you went down in your race and you went 
over the whole thing and you crossed that big jump and then the finish line for the first time, what did you feel? Uh, happy to, happy that it's over, honestly. Just happy that it's over. Happy that it's over. Uh, excited. Yeah. Relieved, excited. A bit scared because uh, so I was doing it and then I started to slow down and then my back tire went. And slid? Yeah, and I was like. She, she locked up her back wheel on that, yep. like on that loose pack. And awesome. Slid. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, kid. Yeah. I love you. I'm really proud of you. Yes. Okay. We'll talk to you in a little bit, dude. So yeah, that's that's BMX racing at Dirty Fest through the eyes of a ten year old who just did it for the first time. I love that. Yeah. I love the I love the the snake comment because um, how wild is that? I didn't that's think wild, of it. dude. Of course, kids <laughs> are gonna be like, bro, I'm gonna stay on the track because I don't want to deal with the snakes, dude. It's yeah, keep keep me on track. I didn't even think about it because so earlier in the day, dude, she saw a snake um, on like one of the paths. I think it was probably just like a little gopher snake or something, but for sure, snakes know, a snake, dude. Bro, we live in Arizona, so we we are like snakes are dangerous because dude, it, nine times out of ten, dude, it's a rattlesnake in Arizona. So we're like, dude. Don't don't mess with snakes, even if they do it in movies. Like, right? They're not. We don't have those friendly kind here. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're angry. All of them are angry here. Okay, yeah, so yeah. uh yeah, snakes. Being afraid of snakes <laughs> is a valid. I didn't even think about that until she just said it. What are you afraid of? Snakes? Snakes? What? Oh yeah, valid. Because it is. A, it was in a KOA campground, so you were literally on the side of a a wild mountain. Um, all right, dude. So let's talk quickly about like your. Uh, you know, you had something monumental happen. I did. This. First thing I want to talk about this, man. The first thing, um, cause we'll get, I want to get to that, but you know, yeah. <clears throat> the first thing that we did when we were, you know, we parked, we were walking up and, you know, I'm trying to find the Supercross booth and everything. I'm like, Ooh, ah, and I'm still, you know, I'm still a kid, man. I want to stop at all the booths, but I had a, I wanted to make it up to the, to the factory tents and stuff like that. But the first you want to know who the first two people I saw was that I said who? hi to Gail Webb and Steve Caballero. You're I'm talking Steve Caballero, the Pal Peralta uh, Bones Brigade legend of uh, of the skateboarding world. Um, it, it kind of blew my mind because I've never met Steve in person. So I got to say hi to Steve and uh, and Gail, you know, and I've never I've always with Gail. I've always, you know, I saw her at the old school BMX reunion. I know who she is, but I've never met her or said hi. So it was a real honor to say hi to Gail Webb and introduce her to Lisa. Um, it, it, that was pretty. I was like, the day has started out so good. It's yeah. so good, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, man. Uh, we were talking earlier, and so we said a good, you know, our, our buddy, uh, good friend of ours, uh, Johnny Klein uh is a guy who we've befriended he's a uh, avid and very talented bike builder down in southern california in the san diego county area he has been you know communicating with us that he's looking you know, he loves he loves building bikes he's got really high end stuff and he also collects supercross bmx big bikes we're talking 29ers right yep um so you guys check it out. This this guy gets a hold of Isaac and I. He's got he wants you know he knows we're factory supercross and he wants and he knows we love big bikes, and we're part of the factory you know supercross BMX big bike team. And he's like, yo, you guys, I got these uh, supercross uh, anniversary bikes that they were limited runs, and I would love to have them in your hands. And uh, you know, I get a phone call. I mean, we've worked out things and stuff like that, right? But like I said earlier, I'm like, I get a phone call at 7 a.m. from Johnny or a text. Hey, dude, your bike's here already. You know, and I'm like, I couldn't, I was like, I was like, man, I was like me being a kid wanting to get up on Christmas morning and rush and see what's under the tree. You know, right, right. <laughs> I wanted to get there. So there was that, Isaac. Right. That, I mean, that was a cool deal. I even, I even put something on Facebook later. It was like, I, I went to Dirty Fest with one bike and I came home with two supercross bikes. So yeah, I was super stoked, man. Yeah. yeah it was cool. Fun. Cool guy, dude. Cool. Cool guy. Very I love cool it. Guy. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to move into one, one last little bit about the races and Taryn before I forget, uh, I want to give like a really, I just want to thank a few, a few people um, in particular that really made like Taryn talked about on the way home, you guys, this is why I'm, I want to bring it up. Um, for me personally, uh, I really want to thank Dale Holmes for for stopping and asking how my daughter's race went. I was running down the hill to try and catch 
more of her race. And he's like, he stops me as he's going up to his moto. He's like, how's she doing? It's her first race. I was like, yeah. And so you got to understand how, how uh, thrown off I am at that point where I'm like, all right, dude, here's a leg, like Dale Holmes, you guys, Dale, the Dale Holmes, Dale Holmes racing. <laughs> he stops me to ask me how my daughter's race is. And I'm looking, I'm, I have a bit of a halo effect because I've never met him or talked to him. So I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, that's a Holmes, that's a Holmes. Oh my God, that's Holmes. What a trip, right? And, and I'm processing this as I'm trying to like, don't fall down, running down a hill, trying to, you know, make sure Taryn doesn't jump off a cliff, right? So thank you for stopping and asking about that. Uh, Eddie Fiola, I think, asked three times. Every time we walked past, he asked how the racing was going. Uh, and then Bob Harrow. Uh, stopped later on when they were walking uh, to the restrooms. He's like, hey, how'd, how'd your race go? She's like, I had fun. He's like, that's awesome. So like that to me, I just want to thank a couple of, uh, and uh, Mike Buff also asked how it was going. So that was, that was super rad. So yeah, dude, it was, it was epic, man. It was really, really, really epic. And seeing you get a bike uh, and getting, and, and like you get your Jersey and all of that, dude, was just such an epic weekend hanging out with Bill uh meeting like the supercross elite in my mind you know like randy roberts and and like dude i'm sitting there kind of kind of starstruck a bit you know what i mean because it's it's like he's been on supercross forever and he's like just talking about his bikes and showing me his bikes that he brought and i'm just like bro these are you know just epic race machines old school new school like everything dude and it was just such a trip to like meet these meet these guys and and you know say hello it's the best part what about right like yeah. seeing them in your element it's the best i mean for me isaac it's the same it's the best part it's the same thing you know there's the event which is really cool and that's what you know everybody wants to race and have fun and kick up dirt and then come home all you know dusty and it's dirty fest bro yep. um but like you said man it's really about the people too um it's so cool run i mean the hospitality of of uh bill ryan uh supercross and his team and and you know being under the tent and hanging out and and, and just walking around and talking to everyone meeting people right. you've never met before but you're already friends and and just you know instantly starting conversations based on the fact that we're both there and and, and we're here on a common uh passion dude. of of bmx dude it was yeah. it was so cool yeah i mean dude like uh I want to, I can't, I, it's like, there's so many things pop up in my mind, right? I'm like, we're sitting there and, <laughs> and the first time we're walking to, to look at all the vendors and stuff, we pass Eddie Fiola and, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, he's he, Eddie, Eddie likes kids. He sees Taryn. He's asking her, she's like, it's my first race. I'm kind of nervous. He signs a poster for her. And then he goes, have you ever seen the movie rad? And we literally watched it. Thursday night, Taryn's like, we watch Rad while we're falling asleep. I was like, yeah, sure. So she ended up just watching it the whole thing. We stay up and watch it. And I'm like, nice. and I'm telling her like, okay, that's, that's so-and-so that's so-and-so. So I'm like, I'm pointing out to Bren and her. I was like, see, this is Eddie Fiola doing this part. Here's Martin doing this part. Just explaining like these, you know, rad to them. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so she's sitting there and she's like, I go, <laughs> I was like, we just watched it a couple of days ago. And uh, I look over and I was like, babe, do you know who this is? This is this is Crew Jones. When, we, when he was on top of the logs, and I was like, when he took, when he stopped, and then the camera cut back, and he's riding on top of the logs, I was like, that's him. And she's like, no way. <laughs> so then he starts telling a story about, like, he meets a kid that's named after, like, that's named Crew Jones. And, like, I'm just, and he's telling it to Taryn, dude. He's just like. Going off telling Taryn the story, and she's just like, that guy can tell a story, bro. I'm just going to tell you right now. Eddie Fiola, Mrs. Calling, is like a book narrator or a storyteller, because that guy. <laughs> right. now he, he is. A great bro, historian. Dude, he it was epic. He's telling, I mean, it feels like you're there. And it doesn't hurt that he's got, like, every bike. Uh, he's got all of his EF performers and his uh, his EF Dirt Jumper, which is a Supercross. It has It's stamped on the Dropout Supercross, which is dope. Um, you guys, it was just epic to see that stuff. So I want to end with this, dude. And I'm trying, I feel like I'm trying to squeeze in every mental thing that happened and it's so overwhelming, but next year, when you go to dirty fest, if they, uh, if this becomes a traveling thing, if this becomes an annual thing, 
if this becomes a true festival that travels, I don't know. If you see this, you must go and bring some extra cash because you are going to see t-shirts from companies that you forgot even existed that you can buy t-shirts from. Like you could buy some old school Amy Grip t-shirts out there. You could buy like Hawaiians that were designed by Bob Harrow. You could buy GHP hats and shirts, Race Inc. You could buy Supercross bobbleheads. You could buy everything from the Evil Alloy catalog, I believe, was out there. Adam Mark was out there with, with his booth. Craig Turner was showing off his new frames, a new GT performer or a CT performer uh, two-piece frame was out there on display, uh, which looked pretty epic. Dude, imagine a performer, a two-piece performer. Did you see it? Did you I get, did, walk man. over? Of, yeah, of course. Amazing. So, you guys, just there's so much to see. There's so much to take in. I want to thank every sponsor that bought a booth uh, and, and stopped and talked to my daughter and I. On a personal level, from Isaac and Taryn to you, thank you for coming out and giving us something to do that was such an epic time machine i didn't think about work a single moment i was gone oh no and so dude it was amazing thank you to every sponsor that made that happen everyone that built that track that spent hours out there in the sun thank you for everyone that that staked it out that promoted this thing that showed up and raced and gave like gave it dude like the Stu thompson's that jumped and and made that epic memory the roosts the the elbow banging all of it it was so 80s and it was so perfect and it was such like a gift to the fans and i mean like fans and racing like our legends that were they were fans of the of the moment you know it's just it was such a rad thing to experience man i cannot describe it you have to go if you see this again if they can if if they can make this happen again you have to go to Dirty Fest. One of the down. things that I I had many many conversations, many you know, talking to people, and it was it was almost a common theme that was like, this is so unreal that this is the first ever Dirty Fest. Like this thing was operating and set up and logistically planned, like like it's been going on for years. There's a bike show, it, you know. There's a swap meet. There's there's foot so down, much going foot jam, on. Jam, 80s party, put down <laughs> contest at night. There was an 80s party. I mean, everything just there was just so many layers, and you couldn't get past the fact like this is never. They've never done this before. They've never done this before at, at for this particular uh, uh, you know uh, function or event. But you're talking guys like Eric Carter, who's a, who's just got a mind for building tracks. You got Mike Miranda, who's who's just a legend in BMX. You got James Vicente. He's a BMX racer uh, from the past, but he's doing registration at the booth. Yeah. You got guys like Justin, we mentioned, you know, all these people that put their, their, their DNA. efforts in created yeah. something so cool. The venue was dope. The booths were all dope. Uh, food vendors were there. The bat. Okay. This sounds freaking weird, but the bathrooms were cool. You know, I almost took a picture of the bathrooms, dude, because no one would believe it. No one's going to believe what you're about to say. The, Go ahead. I would have been totally fine with a with a porta john, okay? Because I'm I'm down with a, a with a with a tree in the back of the lot, right? So the porta john would have been that. These things, you guys, the bathrooms at Dirty Fest, if you really want to know, were literally air conditioned units. They were like private units that had a urinal and a okay it was just nice all right they I'm had tile they had tile i'm just gonna say this you guys it looked like it looked like <laughs> they backed these things in and they were showroom it was like some type of like showroom display of what a bathroom could look yeah. like in an apartment and it just happened to work <laughs> because it had they had flooring they had tile like yes like <laughs> yeah right, you, you, you would know not... when you're like gloating about the the shitter things are good okay yeah. Let me just put it that way. Things are good when the bathrooms are on point, right? <laughs> and your I, lady can walk in there and, and come out and be like, oh, I was fine. You know, usually you're like, babe, when you go into that, when you go in there, you know, it's, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, dude. Yeah. that th 
they had more, they had update, they had better fixtures in that bathroom than I have in my bathroom at home. Right. Like I'm just going to be honest. Like, yeah, everything was eighties except the bathrooms at dirty fest. That's what yeah. I will tell you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, y'all. So yeah, here's, here's next year. You need to go. You absolutely have to go. Um, and also <laughs> it just dawned on me, dude, when we talked about like, remember the 10 minute wait for the gas. Yeah. Uh, where I talked about that. Xavier Mendez uh was the one that carried he was the poor soul that carried up that like 10 gallon bucket of gas so shout out to that guy for his cross xavier for his cross fitness to be able to like i just dawned on me i'm like some poor soul had to do it dude and it just dawned on me it was it was x so shout out to xavier uh for for running all the way up that long ass hill running up the hill with a uh 20 pound chug of gas and getting the, the thing going again. And I did see one moto, at least one moto, Mike Miranda had a bungee cord uh, across the gate. And he said, on your mark, get set, go. And he explained to everybody that that was the way that they had tracks back before pneumatic dropping gates. It was nice. a bungee cord. And they would say, like, on your mark, get set, go. So when the when it was down for a couple, I did see him do that at least once. I uh, love that. Dope. Yeah. One last thing, you know, you guys, if you didn't get to make it out, if you have not been to Frogtown up in Northern California, or you didn't get to make it out to, excuse me, Dirty Fest down in Temecula, which is Southern California, please, please try to get out there. Um, Especially if you're like Isaac and I, and you have these childhood uh, heroes of BMX, these legends that you've always You've known their name. You've had pictures of them on the back of your door and stuff like that, you know, Isaac. And it's like, even if you're not going to race, even if it's just a spectator thing for you, and that's totally fine because this can totally be such an amazing thing, even at the spectator level, you will walk around and you will bump into at a booth, like you were saying, uh, you know, there was a booth with, with the freestyle guys just hanging around. It was Xavier Mendez, Brian Blyther. Um, Mike Dominguez, Buff. Mike Buff, yeah. uh, Eddie Fiola. So they were supporting the race, you know, the racing of the day. But they're BMXers at heart too, and and they're legends. And you're gonna you're gonna run into to Gary Turner, Craig Turner, uh, you know, Bill Ryan. All these guys are just walking around. Gail Webb, Gail Webb's yeah. there. She's riding around a little power bike, you know, um, taking photos. Everybody's there. Everybody, yeah. and you will know someone you, and it, 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 you can walk up and say, how are you doing and introduce yourself? And they're going to take a minute or or more and talk to you, man. I mean, you, yeah. you're going to live that moment of when you wanted to write to the magazines and say, my favorite writer is they're going to yep. be standing there. They're so there. Yeah. The Nord cup, cool. the Nord cup is there. The Nord cup's wanna, there. I'm going to, I'm going to leave with this dude. Also shout out to uh heavy hitters i saw a bunch of those guys out there yeah uh i did see a bunch of the sd biking i did see rudy and uh uh fester from sd uh no panics no panic sd no panics um it was great to see them out there see rudy and see see them i gotta like i gotta finally introduce my daughter and bren to uh june the ride out dog yeah, uh, it was fun to see Ozzy uh, get heckled by Eddie Fiola. That was awesome. Called him the um, ugliest cat he's ever seen. Yep, and I will tell you, Ozzy <laughs> is the ugliest cat I've ever seen myself. Same here. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, y'all, it was just amazing. Thank you to everybody. Uh, shout out to every like, and and a last special shout out to Mike Miranda for trying to find my backpack at two in the morning. Uh, we did find it. Somebody brought it over to the Supercross booth. So, whoever you are, you are a hero to me. Thanks for bringing it back. Uh, and thanks, Mike, for going to look at uh, the the Supercross booth at two in the morning to see if it was out there. Um, you guys, make sure you get out there. Send Mike. Send everybody at the Dirty Knobs podcast to thank you, and send everybody that you know that was a part of Dirty Fest that made that happen. Send them a special thank you from Craig and I because you're all heroes for making that and giving us that gift of a time machine weekend. Craig, send us out, brother. You got it, man. I want to send a special shout out to the Dirty Knobs podcast, Mike Miranda, Eric Carter, and James Vicente, as well as our factory sponsor, uh, uh, Bill Ryan with Supercross BMX. Also, a huge shout out to Adam Mark with Evil Alloy and to everybody that took the time to just say hi back to me and for all the new friends I made. 
It was awesome. We had an awesome time, and I can't wait to do this again uh, with Dirty Fest, wherever that may happen. So you guys, thank you again. Thank all of you, all of you listeners out there who, who listen to Isaac and I wrap this thing up and recap Dirty Fest and everything that we get into. We appreciate you. We love you guys. Love you guys. Leave a comment down there. Leave a like. Subscribe if you want. But let us know what your experiences were. We want to hear your take on things. And uh, again, this is 80s BMX Craig. That's Isaac Irvine. And we are the Big Bike BMX Podcast. You guys have a good one. We're out. Go Reg Bikes. We'll see you guys. Bye-bye.